class, your attention, please. WrestleMania! Attention, everybody. Attention, everybody. Hey, you two brothers in the back, quit fighting. Pay attention, all right? Because class is in session. Welcome to the Classic Match Classroom. My name is the Professor Tyler Wolf. I am joined, as always, by the prodigy, Butch. I mean, Anthony Cerulli. Anthony, what's going on, brother? How are you? No renames here at the classroom. We keep our old names here, but all good. All good for me. Uh, doing. We're in the second week of Classroom Mania. We're in the new general, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a good one for you here this week. I'm doing great. What about you, Professor? I am loving life. I am living the dream. This is by far one of my favorite rivalries of all time. A little Canadian pride coming this week for us here in the classroom. Can't wait for it. This was a match that once you told me we were going to do it, I was like, this is this is like a match that you need to see at some point in your life. Yes. And I'm glad that this was the point for me to see it because I've got a lot of words on this one. And they're all positive, by the way. Well, of course, if they weren't, then uh, we would have to expel you from the program. Of course, <laughs> uh, Many people believe that this is the greatest, not only one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time, but one of the greatest opening matches in pay-per-view history of all time. And we're going to run everything down to get you there. And uh, what do you think? Well, before before we get into that, I always like to ask you, what exactly did you know about this feud coming into uh, to this? So I'll be honest with you. Everything that I've seen from Brett, uh, I've said it once on a, a, a former episode. I think one of the first ones that we did with uh, Brett and Austin that I was never a Brett fan uh, before we started the classroom. I always thought that his style was, you know, the slow, technical, sure, it's fine, but it never was for me. But ever since the classroom, this is really what uh, brought me into seeing how great of a wrestler someone like Bret Hart is. And in turn, it, it really shows you how great Owen is. Because when you put two of these guys together, it, magic happens. Not just in the ring, but everything that they do, period. Uh, so as far as the story itself, I didn't know much about it. Of course, I, I knew that these two were brothers. They were going to go at it. Um, but I didn't know what exactly we were going to get in terms of story. But I knew for a fact that the match was going to be five stars. And uh, spoiler alert, it was. Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, I don't have much more to say going into this. Do you got anything else you want to say or you want to roll into this? Let's do it. Ring the bell because class is in session. And we are going to start things off pretty awesome here. Uh, we're going to start with a recap of the events that happened at the Survivor Series. Uh, this is on Monday Night Raw. Bobby the Brain Heenan starting us off amazing this week. Says that he loves the holiday season because families get into fights and he loves seeing families break up. <laughs> what a great heel line from Bobby the Brain Heenan. We go back to Survivor Series 93. Uh, it is Shawn Michaels and his Knights taking on the Hart Foundation, uh, which consists of Bret Hart, Owen Hart, Bruce Hart, and Keith Hart. Uh, Owen Hart is the only member of the team getting eliminated after some miscommunication from him and Brett. And it ends up Brett taking a pretty massive bump to the outside. Sean rolls up Owen. Owen actually had pinned two guys uh, before this, so he was on a roll in this match. Um, little pop quiz here before we keep going. Do Ooh. you know who the original person Sean Michaels replaced was in this match? 
Jerry the King Lawler. That is correct. Mr. Lawler had some incidents with a, a young woman uh, claiming some um, inappropriate touching against her will claims uh, against the King, who uh, would not be back on TV until WrestleMania 10, actually, uh, the, the event that we're going to cover today. Hmm. Uh, Owen's yelling at Brett, asking what he's doing. Bobby Heenan's so good calling him the shadow the whole time. Oh, the shadow's been eliminated. Um, fast forward to the post-match here. You've got uh, Owen Hart running back out. Uh, he pulls Brett down off the ropes. He's pushing him. He's yelling at him. The family's trying to calm him down. Get a great camera shot of Helen Hart, the mother crying in the crowd. Uh, and then the family just leaves Owen in the ring to a course of booze here. What did, uh, what did you think about this little beginning part here? Well, first of all, to our video viewers, I apologize for my shaky uh, background here. StreamYard's virtual background is not too great. But anyways, um, as far as the match itself, uh, really great way to start off this feud. Uh, you know, it's always just the simplest thing that starts off such a great feud. And we've seen that so many times at the classroom. Um, I think it's interesting, an interesting take on this spot where, uh, you know, Owen knocks off Brett. Usually the guy that gets knocked off is the one that, uh, you know, gets heated about it. But it's Owen because, you know, it broke up the flow of his match. And uh, eventually, like we said, Owen is the one to get eliminated. And uh, I think it's just interesting that Owen is the one to get annoyed here. But it makes sense because of everything that we're going to see going forward. And uh, yeah, like you said, Bobby the Brain is just amazing here. Everything that he says is just spot on. He really tells the story great. Yeah. He actually really paints the picture of uh, Owen really well here and uh, really shows his side of the story. Uh, so overall, this was a really great way to start off. Now, another pop quiz here. This is a hard one. Ooh. Do you know who the Knights were in this match? <sighs> Not a chance. Not a chance. So, uh, the big, The big guy, his name is Jeff Gaylord. He was okay. a USWA wrestler, so not a lot of people get that one. The Blue Knight was Greg the Hammer Valentine. Really? And the Red Knight was Barry Horwitz. Oh, what a squad that is. A little pat on the back there. A little pat on the back there. This is going to lead us right into an Owen Hart match. I think the best thing that Owen Hart did this whole match was his entrance. Mm. He came out, yeah, yeah, wearing the Brett glasses, high-fiving everybody. Exactly what a good heel would do, because yep. in his mind, He's done nothing wrong. Brett cost him the match. Brett is the villain here. And I'm the poor baby brother who lost out on this moment of spotlight. Uh, the crowd is chanting, we want Brett the whole time. Owen does a crossbody to the floor. And Vince says, what a maneuver. That emulates his brother, Brett, because we all know Brett is such a big high flyer, Vince. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then after the match, Owen gets the win with the sharpshooter. And uh, Bobby Heenan tries to interview him. With no luck, as Vince McMahon tells us that Ludwig Borga is an action oh, man. I was about wow. to say, look at this. Wow, Ludwig Borga. And that's all we're talking about, Brett and Owen. It is now all Ludwig Borga going forward. Yes, if you thought Lafemme Nikita was bad in 97, just wait for Ludwig Borga in this feud. Now, uh, talking about the squash match, though, like you said, the entrance really paints the picture perfectly. Him wearing his glasses is such an awesome detail because he wants to be loved just like Brett is loved. So he's going to do anything to try and overshadow him and get out of that shadow, which would become the trend uh, within this feud. I think it's just awesome that the fans start chanting, we want Brett. I think it just adds such a deeper layer to this uh, to this feud. Who knows if you know there was maybe a plant from the WWF or a few of them ma making the chant start. But uh, if it was natural, that was a perfect way to go about it. Um, the use of commentary. I always talk about the squash matches and how commentary is used to tell stories. And this is no different here. 
you know, they don't even talk about the match. They really just focus on stories, not just between Brett and Owen, but other stories that we'll see throughout the night. And uh, just a minor detail, Owen has some amazing drop kicks. Yeah. Uh, he, he did a few in this match, and he really just knows how to do it well. Um, I think it's like you mentioned, he's wrestling as a face here, even with the booze is that uh, that delusion that we see from Owen and overall just some great facial expressions from Owen, you know, reacting to the crowd uh, when Bobby tries to get the interview with him. So overall, like this really gets the character of Owen going and we really see where he's going to go towards this feud towards WrestleMania. So this might be a repeat pop quiz to you because I don't okay. know if I've asked this in a prior uh, episode. But do you know who the original opponent for Brett was supposed to be in this feud? Oh, wow. Um, I don't. I'm going to say Jerry Lawler. So the original person they had in mind to do this was Bruce Hart, Brett's brother. Bruce Hart. This is Bruce Hart's idea. This whole storyline is Bruce's idea. He pitched it to Vince. Vince loved it. And Brett said, this would be better with Owen. Wow. Yeah, and uh, Bruce Bruce got the kibosh on it. And, uh, <laughs> that was an awkward Thanksgiving dinner, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Not uh, Well, I mean, Thanksgiving, we'll get to it in a minute. It's the time when people make amends. But uh, we're oh, not yeah. quite there yet. Uh, very quickly here, we've got Vince talking to Owen about Brett winning the Superstar of the Year. You can see Owen is clearly jealous, always asking what about him. guess Raven was watching his promos. Um, <laughs> and then he says he's got a big surprise that will have everybody talking about him. Uh, perhaps we could get your uh, your commentary as it relates to your brother winning that most prestigious award last week. Well, you know, Vince, that's really great for Brett. Everything's been great for Brett. But what about me? I'm the guy that stood beside him through thick and thin. And that's really great. He got an award for being the most outstanding superstar in the WWE. That's a big surprise. But you know what? I got an even bigger surprise for everybody out there, you watching Mr. McMahon and everybody else watching. I have a surprise that's going to make everybody talk about me. That's right. The Rocket Owen Hart. Not really much to talk about on this one, uh, but the next one I think is really, really good. I think this is my favorite segment uh, almost out of the, this is my second favorite segment out of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've got a sit down interview with Owen and Vince. And Owen is sick. He's he's just, he's sick of Brett getting all the pa- all the praise in the family. Owen had better grades in school. He was a better football player, a better amateur wrestler. But everybody only talks about Brett. Um, I really like the part where Owen breaks down the Survivor Series. You know, you're so clumsy, Brett. For someone who's such a good ring technician, what are you doing in the middle of the ring? Like just everything is Brett's fault. Uh, Owen's mad that the biggest match of his life in front of his friends and family has been ruined because he got pinned because of Brett. Uh, everyone was concerned about Brett, who took a massive bump into the apron, but nobody seemed to care about Owen getting eliminated. Uh, he's sick of living in the shadow, and he's calling Brett out for a match. Owen Hart was absolutely fantastic here. Many justifiably, and without making you angry, feel that you're living in um, go on Vince how do I say it delicately the shadow go on say it the shadow I've been living in the shadow of you Brett all my life and I'm sick and tired of it so Brett there's only one way to solve this thing with me being the shadow of you the hitman that's right why don't you go out and step up to the plate you and me face to face one on one I'm challenging you Brett my brother to a fight one on one just to prove to everybody my family 
all my friends, the wrestling fans out there, to you, Vince, that I can beat you, Brett, if you got the guts to step up to the plate. He was great in this. You know, I always hear about how amazing of a wrestler Owen Hart is. And even in these squash matches, you know, you really see where his uh, wrestling prowess comes out of. Um, But even on the mic, he gets a lot of chance to really shine here. And I love, you know, I always mention it on the classroom that I love when realism gets brought out uh, out of wrestlers, not just, you know, real uh you know real topics but the way that they're saying them i think brett and mick foley are perfect examples of a face version of that however owen is kind of the first person that i see that's a heel version of this you know Mm -hmm. he's bringing that sense of realism that rivalry with brett into this feud and i think it works wonders um you know and of course we got to mention one of the mvps of the classroom vince mcmahon Always. you know he conducts this interview perfectly here and uh i know you'll get to it in a second but we also get brett hart talking and even in that talk with brett he's calling back to what owen said in the previous interview kind of getting his response so you're seeing both sides of the coin here you know you're seeing owen how he's right but you're also seeing how brett is right and I love me a heel that has a point. Yeah. So Owen here is really telling the story perfectly. I love that he says that Brett is his brother, not the other way around. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, this is this is awesome. This is an awesome promo. Well, you know, you talked about so let's talk about Vince sitting down with Bret Hart for the response. Bret Hart in his sweet Ico Pro t-shirt, by the way. <laughs> um, Brett's really concerned. He's worried about the effects that this is going to have on the family, right? He gets really annoyed at Vince asking if Owen was a better athlete and better at all this stuff. And ben, and Brett's response is great. What are we going to do? Pull out the report cards? Like He's just like, <laughs> fuck off, Vince, like, you idiot. Um, but Vince is kind of grilling Brett here a little bit. And it, it's kind of like he's almost trying to guilt Brett for being successful. You know what I mean? He's kind of making him feel bad. And, and, you know, are you leaving Owen in the background? Like, why should Brett have to compromise his success to to take care of Owen? That's not really fair. I didn't find. Um, my favorite part though is uh, the very end here when when he asks if he will accept Owen's challenge, and I, I think I should just let Brett speak for himself with his response here because it's so good. Um, let me. I, I know there's all kinds of people would love to see that i mean people love to see any kind of a controversial fight a fight a great fight is a great fight people thrive on that and uh, i've never ever ducked any kind of a challenge i've never backed away from anybody and uh, i would wrestle anybody and i i like to uh live up to those words to say i'm the best there is the best there was the best there will be and i take on anybody but under no circumstances would i ever absolutely positively not ever step in the ring with my own brother under any circumstances uh i won't do it i was there's a point in 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 this is as far as it'll go i i uh i will not fight my brother yeah i mean you just said it you want to talk about storytellers bret hart 101 here this was a home run everywhere you know, Brett's promo, like I said, it matches up so well against Owen because everything that Owen says, Brett has a response to it. When you hear Owen talk first, you really see that there's a point to what he's saying, uh, you know, that he wasn't called back to the ring or whatever, um, everything that he says. But then 
Brett comes in and he starts, you know, being the face here. He says, yeah, Owen knew that he could come back to the ring. He was told before the match that once, you know, the match was over, everyone comes back to the ring to celebrate. So it's minor details like that that really get you back on the side of Brett. And like you said, the perfect line for it. You know, he's hyping up the match. He knows that everyone wants the match with Owen. I'll fight anybody. I want to live up to being the best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. But under no circumstance will I fight Owen. It's a perfect little nod there. Yeah, And uh, it makes you really want to see that Brett and Owen match even more. And this takes us to my absolute favorite segment of this whole thing. Um, Before I talk about it, just please play everything Owen Hart says. And I knew that Owen and I had to sit down and we had to resolve this thing, and that's exactly what we've done. You know, maybe I'm never going to find out who was a better wrestler. Actually, I feel a lot better about it. I didn't want to fight my brother Owen. I knew we could channel our energy in a better direction, and that direction is against the Quebecers, and we are going to win the World Wrestling Federation Tag Team titles as a unit. United we stand. Divided, we fall. Right, Owen? Well, you know, that's right, Brett. I know after Survivor Series, I said some things that I probably shouldn't have said. It doesn't matter if they were true or not. It really doesn't matter. Because 1994 is going to be our year. The rocket is going to be taken off, and I'm going to have my brother Brett there right behind me. And the Quebecers, we're coming after you. We're gunning for those World Tag Team Championships. And with my brother Brett and the rocket leading the way, you're going to be hitched right behind me, Brett. And we're going to get those belts, and we're going to make 1994 a memorable year. For the rocket and for the hitman too. Hey, take it easy. <laughs> My God, Owen Hart is so good. The little lines he has there, like uh, you know, 1994 is gonna be our year. The rocket's taken off with Brett right behind me. Like <laughs> these little asshole little brother jabs. You know what I mean? Brett, you're gonna hit your wagon behind me. Just fucking gold by Owen Hart here and Brett you could see it's just like that's a little brother like you know what I mean but you know they squash your beef over Thanksgiving holidays uh, and we're all good and and they're getting a tag title match now all is right in the world of the hearts all is right in the world I love the you know I was going to ask a question to you why they were back together but then of course the holidays just bring all families together why else would they be back together uh Love the little, the last little moment where, you know, Owen's, you know, doing the little, ah, the rocket and my big brother, Brett, and he moves his face a little bit too hard. Yeah. Whoa, take it easy. Yeah. Brett's just like, I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. The good thing, a great thing about this build too, though, is we get some really great uh, hidden gem matches in here. Sure. Uh, And this is one of them. We're going to go to the Royal Rumble 94 here. Brett and Owen against Jacques and Pierre, the Quebecers. Mm -hmm. Cheap plug on Counted Out this week. There will be an interview with Jacques Rougeau where we do talk about Bret Hart. So, uh, wow. Look at that going out. It's like we, and I didn't even plan that. Look at that. You got a Tyson interview. You got a Jacques. You you just planned it out perfectly, Professor. That's right. We just talked to Sin Bodhi will be on the show. Kazarni. Yeah, fun stuff, man. Counted Out's doing all right. And the classroom's <laughs> on fire. Classroom mania. Yeah, running I was going to say, baby. you know, Counted Out's doing great. What about me? <laughs> oh, shit. Are you going to kick my leg out from my leg? <laughs> oh, no. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get uh, there. I love how excited Owen is for this match. It's the biggest moment of his career. He wants to bring the belt home for mom. He's going to make Brett proud. They're going to be fighting champions. They're going to fight the Steiner brothers. They're going to fight everybody. I... A little great rah-rah. Um, of course, the match does not go according to plan for the hearts. We'll fast forward to the end. Uh, Brett's knee is injured during the match. 
He has an opportunity to make a tag, but he also has an opportunity to lock in the sharpshooter and get the win for the team. Mm-hmm. He chooses the sharpshooter. Wrong choice. His knee gives out. The referee stops the match. Um, and Owen Hart is just furious with Brett. You know, instead of being a good brother, being concerned about, you know, the sake of his knee, you cost me my dream. You cost me my match. And, uh, you know, Brett finally gets up to his feet and Owen just boots his bad knee out from under him. And I loved Owen's reaction after like this, like freedom came over him. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it felt so good. Um, The the way that they took their time doing all this as well. I bet you this post-match angle was almost as long as the match. Like they, you know, they went and then, you know, Brett's being stretched out. Owen cuts a a very heated promo in the back saying that Brett is so selfish. All you had to do was tag me. And then the world famous line, and we'll hit it right here. That's why I kicked your leg out from your leg. Brett Hart, you're nothing but a selfish person. I went in there on a tag team match for the biggest match of my life. It was a dream come true. I thought I had the best partner in the world, my own brother. But you're too selfish, like I've said all along. Your ego is too big. You only worry about yourself, Brett. Bro, you don't oh, care about me. Unbelievable in front of your entire family. I don't family care about me. anybody. I was concerned about myself and my whole family. The biggest opportunity in my life. I had a chance, Brett, and you stripped it away from me. You took it away from me, Brett, because you're too selfish. All you had to do was just tag me. My hand was there. Just tag me. I knew your leg was bad. I was aware of that. Just tag me. But you're too selfish. You just want to put your sharpshooter on. I could have won the match. I don't need you with a bad leg doing it, Brett. You're too damn selfish. And that's why you're sitting there with a bad leg. And that's why I kicked your leg out of your leg. What did you what did you think of this there, this big angle here, Anthony? The perfect turning point in this feud. Um, I love the little details here. So I'll start off a little bit because we I did watch some of the match and you know, some of the work on the outside. I, I thought it was good. I, I wish it was a little more fluent, um, you know, to kind of make the uh the the weapon interference and everything, you know, a little bit more uh cheap cheatish if you will but uh it it seemed a little bit sloppy but that's not the point uh point is let's talk about owen throwing brett back into the ring i think that's a very important detail to note um i think that just works wonders in this feud uh because you know brett's the one getting beat up he has the bad knee and everything and owen is the one to throw him back in so that adds a, a different story angle if you look at it from well owen wanted to be tagged in well you were the one that threw in your brother so uh, what do you expect? But um, you know the the official ending the match that that's not something that I've seen in a basically at all uh, in modern wrestling at least, uh, let alone on the classroom. Um, I love the uh, the lines on commentary here that he hogged the limelight and he stayed in the ring, uh, just really showcasing Owen to a to an extent has a point. Um, I love just Owen in the ring. He's just screaming, "Why didn't he tag me?" Why didn't he tag me? Um, And like I said, the reasoning makes a lot of sense here. You know, you have a choice between fighting while you're injured or tagging in the healthy opponent, uh, the healthy teammate. And like I said, when the heel has a point, it makes the story so much better. So going in, I don't even know who to root for here. Is it Brett or is it Owen or is it both? You tell me. But um, yeah, this was a perfect way to uh, really launch off this feud. 
Yeah, and Brett's night wasn't done, though, because he would come back. Both these guys were actually in the Royal Bumble match. Owen drew, like, the number three or four spot. He got great heat when he came out, by the way. Nice. Uh, he was he was eliminated by Diesel, who had a strong showing in this Rumble. Mm-hmm. And Brett came out real late, I think 23 to 27 range, somewhere in there, uh, selling the knee like only Brett can. And he ends up becoming a co-winner of the Royal Rumble, one of my favorite Royal Rumble finishes of all time. Uh, with the two top baby faces in the company at this time, I thought it was pretty neat to see uh, to see Brett come back out and get that win. So, question to the professor: uh, I'm sure we've talked about this before, or I- I'm sure I know the reason. But were they just torn between Luger and Brett, and that was the reason why they went with both of them? Um, they were torn between the two. I um, I don't know if they had their decision made. Uh, mm-hmm. I know that the plan was always to crown Luger the champ at WrestleMania. Right. Uh, they wanted to drag it out from SummerSlam, which is why they did the terrible countout finish. Yeah. And but as it got closer to WrestleMania, Brett's fan reaction really started to surpass Luger's. Sure. And Brett Brett was just outperforming Luger on every turn, and and they made a decision to go with uh, to go with Brett here. So that's the Royal Rumble. And now the next night or, or a couple nights later, we have to figure out what's going to happen. And my boy Jack Tunney has it all figured out. We're going to flip a coin, baby. Uh, we're going to have kind of like a little um, triangle situation here. So whoever wins the coin toss is going to face Yokozuna first in the night. Hmm. The person that loses the coin toss will have a different opponent and then will face the winner of Yoko versus the first opponent in the main event. I think it's kind of neat. So uh, I popped big when Vince asked if it was a Canadian coin to Jack Tunney, who is from Toronto. He's a Toronto icon. Um, <laughs> if Lex Luger wins the coin toss, Bret Hart will have to fight Owen Hart. If Bret Hart wins the coin toss, then Lex Luger will fight Crush at WrestleMania. So thank God Luger won the coin toss, and we get Bret and uh, we get Bret and Owen because I do not want to see Luger and Crush. I do yeah. not think it would be covered on the classroom. No, and. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> And uh, so we're getting Luger first with Yoko, and we're getting Brett with Owen. Um, pop quiz for you, another one here. Okay. There were a lot of legends in the ring. Can you name them? All of them. Uh, all right, let's see. I know, was Earl Hebner in the ring? Dave Hebner, his Dave brother. Hebner, all right. Um, I'm going to say, well, Jack Tony was there. Uh-huh. Um, was Slaughter in there? No slaughter. You had he was uh, that was Jack Lanza, the guy that oh, looked like okay. slaughter with the with the mustache, one of the blackjacks. Uh, I couldn't tell you the rest. Just l- let me know. Let me know. So we had Tony Gurria in there. Okay. Uh, we had my personal favorite Billy Red Lions, another Toronto legend who used to do the <laughs> event centers for Toronto, and he would always end it by going, "Don't you dare miss it." And we had the Golden Boy Arnold Skolin, former manager of Bob Backlund during his world oh, title. Oh, nice. So just, that. you know, got to educate about the about the yesteryear people as yeah, well, right? Yeah. Uh, Luger cuts his generic babyface promo. I love Brett's promo. He's not happy. He has to fight his brother. He wishes Luger well, saying that it'd be an honor to fight him in the last match. Just a couple babyfaces doing a couple babyface things here. Well, I'll just say first that uh, this uh, inevitable confrontation with my brother Owen... It's something that I would rather have avoided, but it looks like as fate's gonna have it, uh, there's no way around it. It looks like I'm gonna have to go to battle with my brother Owen, so I'm just gonna have to do it and get it over with. I wish I had, didn't have to do, deal with that. But as far as uh, Lex, 
wrestling against Yokozuna, I want to make it really clear that under no circumstances could I ever wish Yokozuna any luck at all. I uh, consider you a worthy opponent, and uh, I wish you all the luck in the world, and it would be a real honor and a pleasure to tie up with you in the last match of WrestleMania 10. I want to wish you all the luck in the world. Thank you very much, Jerry Abbott, ladies and gentlemen, the co-winners of the 1994 So quick, uh, quick question to the professor before we move on. Do you feel that you would have rather have seen more of a reason behind Brett and Owen to happen? Like Brett was already talking about how he was not going to face Owen. Uh, would you have liked to seen Owen push the boundary a little bit more to get that match where Brett uh, kind of agrees to it? Or are you happy with this that it's kind of like Brett is forced to face him? I like that he's forced to face it because I think it saves Brett as a baby face more. It's against True. his will. He's really pissed off that he has to do it, mm -hmm. um, you know. And then, you know, you kind of see this segment yourself. You can see that the crowd is more behind Brett than Luger already yeah, at this point, for sure. right? So uh, it's going to take us into an Owen Hart promo. Says that uh, kicking Brett's leg felt great. Uh, I believe both these guys have some stuff to say here. Brett's mad that he has to fight Owen. He doesn't think that he can forgive the people that put this match together or even Owen himself for making this match happen. But I like that Brett says, you know, this has to happen because this isn't going to go away. He says that his mom and his dad are going to be sick over it, but maybe that he can beat some sense into Owen. I thought this was a great promo from Brett. This situation with Owen and what happened with Owen and uh, where it's taken my family. And uh, I have never, I, I, I promised myself that I, I, would, I would never forgive myself if I, uh, in any way physically confronted or, or battled it out with my brother. That was something I would never, ever allow myself to do. And I don't know if I can forgive the people that have uh, somehow put this thing into motion. And I don't know if I can forgive uh, Owen himself. And I don't even know if necessarily that I can forgive myself. But I think it's got to the point where I got to do something about it. It's, it's obviously not going to go away. It has and to be resolved. As much as I love my brother Owen, I don't, and I and I hate the thought of myself actually physically having to deal with him. I don't see any other way around it. It's time for Owen and I to settle this thing. I know my mom and dad are my mom and dad are going to be sick, knowing that we are going to physically go at it. But I wanted to know. I did everything I could possibly do to prevent this. And I don't see any other way around it. This has got to be done. And I got to settle this thing with Owen. And maybe, just maybe, I can knock some kind of sense into Owen. Totally. This was, uh, like I said, Brett, of course, great on the mic. Uh, and I mentioned it earlier that Owen is just so real, but in a heel way. Uh, it's a very underrated promo. And it was great to hear a lot of him in this feud. Yeah. Now I'm going to kind of group these next two together here because they are pretty similar, but we got Bret Hart going up against Dr. Tom, uh, Dr. Tom, Tom Pritchard. Easy for me to say a little confusing there. Uh, <laughs> God, I love me Tom Pritchard though. I love everything about Tom Pritchard. Another little fun technical match here. We'll just go right to the outside, uh, right to the end here where Brett gets knocked to the outside. little throwback to the Royal Rumble. Owen mm -hmm. runs out, throws him back in the ring. There and, uh, you know, he's uh, very gloaty to the camera. Brett always needs my help. Like, I thought that was great. 
Uh, it leads to Brett Lock in the sharpshooter and these guys jawing back and forth after the match. And I'll just tie it in right to the next one here. Brett versus Crush. Uh, Brett looks to have things won. Uh, Owen has a run-in, reverses a small package, and Brett gets pinned by Crush. Um, I thought these were two great segments, uh, kind of the go-home spots again into WrestleMania here. What do you think? Yeah, Brett versus Pritchard, you know, shades of the rumble, throwing him back in the ring. And I love the story that, you know, Brett can technically just do it all on his own. He doesn't even need Owen. Um, and uh, Brett versus Crush, this was a simple story to be told here, but... A loss for Brett going into Mania, that's a that's a pretty big thing. I'm surprised that they would do something like this, especially with the outcome of the match coming up. Um, but hey, I mean, th- this was huge. And uh, this was a great way to really tie in that story and make it a little bit more personal between Brett and Owen if it wasn't personal already. Absolutely. And that's, that's it for the build, man. We're at WrestleMania. What did you think of this uh, presentation overall? I mean, such a great feud. Uh, you know, you knew that if you were going to get two hearts in a feud together, that it was going to be magic, and it certainly was. Uh, overall, I'm going to give this feud an A. Uh, I think a, a solid A for this one. Uh, you know, you have a lot of different foreshadowing events, a lot of different trends throughout the feud that really t- uh, ties it all together. For me personally, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more substance as far as, uh, you know, Owen really getting to Brett and making him want to fight uh, Owen. But like you said, it makes sense that uh, it keeps uh, Brett as the baby face here. So I'll allow it. Uh, you know, you get some good squash matches here. You get to see Brett and Owen in, in matches. Uh, and even that tag team match, perfect way to turn Owen officially heel. So overall, I'll go with the solid A. I agree with you 100%. Where do we get to the SummerSlam cage match in the summertime when we really Ooh. see these guys kick it up a notch? And that's going to take us March 20th, 1994. As the man himself says, it's not a church, but it's holy ground. Madison Square Garden. We have the opening match to WrestleMania 10. Bret Hart versus Owen Hart. Please, Mr. Cerulli, the classroom is all yours. Holy ground, baby. Here we go. So, first of all, during the entrances, we got a call about Stu Hart's orthopedic tuxedo. Just wanted to bring (laughs) that one up there. Um, All right, so... We start off the match. Owen is trying to find a way out of Brett's moves, and he's showing a lot of emotion for it. We get this really nice, uh, you know, even matchup here. Uh, we, uh, you know, no one can really get the advantage. We get some slowing down uh, with some holds, and everything is just between Brett and Owen trying to get the advantage. Uh, you get a nice slap from Owen as well, and that kind of uh, breaks up the pace a little bit. And that happens here in these early stages as you'll get some rest holds, some arm holds, you know, whatever it may be, but you'll always get at least a quick move. Uh, to really keep things uh, entertaining, not entertaining, but to keep things explosive. Um, I want to call out Brett. Uh, you know, Owen has a uh, kind of an arm lock on him and Brett's on the floor and uh, Owen kind of kicks him in the head. And uh, you see Brett do that little, don't that, you dare. Best thing. Yeah, 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 I love that. That's <laughs> such a like a brother thing, you know. I know. So so that added a lot there. Like I, I say in my notes, we're just very evenly matched at the early stages of this match. Um, Owen is actually using a lot of cheap shots to gain the advantage uh, in this match, but Brett's just wrestling and he exploits a lot of Owen's mistakes. And that comes as a result of those kind of cheap shots and everything. Brett's just staying textbook and it's working for him thus far. Brett also gets a slap in, which I enjoy. 
Um, I like that Brett is going for so many roll-ups early on simply because, you know, it, it fits the story. Brett does not want to face Owen here. So he's trying to get this over with. Uh, Owen's going to be the one to do a lot of these moves. But Brett is, sim you know, just keeps trying to roll him up, keeps going for these pinfalls. Uh, so it definitely works. Definitely works here. Um, Brett, of course, I always mention Brett's little things and he's hitting the turnbuckle strong here. Always love to see it. Owen actually mm -hmm. takes the lead in this match. Um, he returns back on offense quick whenever he takes a pin. Uh, so, you know, it just really goes into that explosiveness uh, compared to Brett, who's really the one slowing it down and just waiting for his chance. He's not really trying to go at him too much, at least early on in this match. We'll get back to that in a second. Um, Owen is really the one with the big moves and Brett's really the one to keep pinning. Um, and that's going to be the trend for this early stage of the match is that uh, you know, Owen is really the one to keep going at. The, and this is really the story, if you will, is that, you know, Owen is the one that really wants to make this personal. He's the one that's really taking a lot of this match, which in turn gives him the advantage. Brett is very on the defense in this match. And it works well because Brett's great at selling. He's great at trying to get those pinfalls just to end the match. He's not really that explosive. However, we start to see Brett crack a little bit. And I think this is really the turning point in this match where Owen had the advantage but you can make the argument that even though Brett takes the advantage physically in the in this match, mentally Owen is still in control because Brett uncharacteristically gets frustrated with the ref. Um, you know, he uh, goes for a, uh, I think it was an elbow drop, and he gets a two uh, uh, a near fall at two, and Brett starts arguing with the ref. So you can see that it's getting to him. He just wants to get this over with, but he he can't because Owen is kind of outmatching him, and. Uh, we even see, you know, Brett going high risk over the ropes and it hurts him in the process. That's where we get uh, Brett's knee. You know, he starts to sell the knee a lot. And uh, it, that just really goes to show you that he's getting desperate. He's getting desperate to be beat his brother and really just get this over with. You know me, I love me some body part working. Brett's knee becomes a huge target here. I was actually wondering why we weren't getting this earlier on in the match, but I think the pacing of this match is superb to the point where it still works, even though we're halfway into this match. Now is the perfect time to really start slowing it down, getting ready for the big finish. Uh, Brett sells great for Owen throughout the match, and Owen is just ruthless at this stage going after the knee. Um, you know, he continues to sell the leg even when uh, he gets a hold of this match with some big moves. He goes for, you know, body slams or whatever it may be. And he, after every move, he's holding that knee because, you know, everything that he does, uh, I think McMahon says it best where every move he makes does more damage to the knee. So great story to be told there throughout the match. Um, the, you could have pulled off the low blow spot with the ref a little better. I feel like the ref definitely saw that happen, but I don't know. I, I guess you could see it any way around it. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm just going to say it. Bret Hart tapped. He was in the sharpshooter and he tapped out That's five it. times. I counted. There was no uh, tapping out in 1994. It didn't nah. happen until 97. That's true. That is very true. Uh, but this was the early screw job, if anything. But uh <laughs> And uh, just a final note on this finish, Brett went to the top rope again, and it cost him the match. You know, it just foreshadows earlier in the match that, you know, going high risk really cost him the match. And, um, you know, I think Brett's emotions get the best of him a lot in this match. Um, you know, fighting with the ref, going to these high risk moves, which is very uncharacteristic of Brett Hart. But it really shows those cracks like Brett doesn't want to face Owen, but he's going to do what he has to do to get it over with. But Owen's going to take advantage of that any way he can. Brett, uh, Brett, you know, gets a lot of good moves in, but Owen 100 percent 
I, I would go as far as to say is he out-wrestles Brett in this match, both physically and mentally. And I think the mental game definitely adds to Owen as a character, and it keeps the story going. Mm-hmm. So overall, for this match, I mean, how couldn't I? I have to give it an A+. Plus. Yep. This is the textbook match. If, Like I said at the top of the show, if you haven't seen this match yet, go out of your way and watch it. This is the perfect way to tie in a blood feud, to tie in great moves, to tie in you know, uh, slowing it down, working the body parts, pacing, uh, emotion, working out of your character. This is the ideal match that every wrestler should watch. Um, and it just goes to show you how you can continue a feud and make someone look strong in the process. Uh, so overall, A-plus all around. I, I mean, I don't even have anything more to add to that. That's perfect. <laughs> the, the one thing I will say, actually, is um, another part of the mental game you talked about. Remember, Brett's still got a title shot tonight. Right. Right? So, you know, he doesn't want to fight his brother. He's trying to not be physical. But he's also trying to save some energy for, you know, either Yoko or Lex Luger. Exactly. And, and it would wind up being uh, Yoko Zuna as uh, the stipulation going into WrestleMania 10 is that there would be special referees for both matches. Uh, Mr. Perfect was the special referee against uh, Yoko and Luger. He ended up disqualifying Luger in a screw job type finish um, that would start their feud, uh, kind of a throwback to WrestleMania 9 where they already had their little rivalry. And Rowdy Piper would be the referee for the main event here. And let's just quickly go to the main event here because I think this is the most powerful uh, moment of, uh, of everything. Now, Mike will have us believe from the Counted Out show that this is the greatest ending to a WrestleMania of all time, which is... <laughs> delusionally wrong but i still love him <laughs> still love him to death and i do love this moment it is in the top seven for sure but just not number one seth rollins cash in is much better than this mike we talk <laughs> about this all the time that's um, controversial but that's that's for another day we'll talk that's about for another that. day i don't have the time to get into how upset yeah. i am we're still fighting about it four weeks later so <laughs> uh but bret hart wins the title and the entire locker room is coming out to celebrate with them which by the way was a shoot uh, that was vince mcmahon making that happen brett didn't know it was going to happen Wow. Um, but the best part is Owen Hart standing in the entranceway, just looking furious. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Macho Man's get in the ring, get in the ring. And Brett's on the shoulders with the world title at WrestleMania comes to an end. And Owen's just sitting there looking at him, mouthing the words, what about me? You know, at the end of the day, Bret Hart is the one with the title on his shoulder, getting the accolades from everybody. But Owen beat Brett. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Brett's not nothing. Brett's done nothing wrong here. He's earned his title shot fair and square. He won the title, and yet Owen can't be happy for his brother because he just sees it as Brett stealing his spotlight once again on the biggest night of his life, where he beat Brett. Why am I not on everybody's shoulders? I beat you. Yeah. What a way to keep this feud going. It just proves Owen's point, and it just makes this story so much better that, in essence, the heel was right all along. Yeah. Anything that Owen does, Brett is always going to overshadow him, and this just keeps your story going past WrestleMania. You get your you know, storybook ending with Brett winning the title, but there's still a whole story to be told with Brett and Owen here, and this was the ideal way to move into the rest of this year with Brett and Owen, the what about me fucking it's, brilliant this was an epic way to end the show it's everything that owen has hated his entire life yeah all right i mean a plus all around and i guess i need to give an honor roll here before we wrap things up and talk about next week i'm excited to see what this oh, week's gonna be man this one's so hard like 
I wanted to give it to Helen Hart because I love Helen Hart. And I just, you know, I feel bad for her watching her two sons fight. Jack Tunney making the strong calls, you know, flipping the American silver dollar. But I got to give it to Bobby the Brain Heenan. I yeah. thought that he painted this story for Owen perfectly. Absolutely. The shadow, Bobby the Brain Heenan, without a doubt, is the honor roll this week. Perfect pick, perfect pick. He stole, He really told the story perfectly. Uh, McMahon also gets, you know, McMahon always is going to get a, an honorable mention for the yeah. honor roll, but I think this week Bobby the Brain definitely told the story of Owen perfectly, and uh, everything worked here. And it's going to take us to next week. We're rolling in on WrestleMania season. Classroom Mania is still running wild, brother. <laughs> and that is exactly some foreshadowing for what we're going to do next week an event that is very near and dear to my heart as I was there live in person. We're going to take us all the way back to WrestleMania 18, Icon versus Icon, Hollywood Hulk Hogan versus The Rock. I was in the ninth row. I cannot wait to relive this one with you. This is going to be a good one because now we have a take on from someone who's been at the match. You know, this is the first match I'm pretty sure that you've actually been to. So That's this correct. is, we got, a, we got a different outlook. I have a lot of questions for you next week and next week's going to be a good one. That's it, man, and uh, we'll get to that next week. I don't have much more to say this week. Uh, what do you want to do to, uh, to wrap us up here, sir? Well, I'll tell the fans that you can always make sure to check out the little links around us to follow us anywhere, both the Titantron, Count It Out, Classroom, Mania, everything is going wild over here. Uh, make sure that you subscribe. Helps us out a lot. Leave a good review for us on Apple Podcasts. Those always help out. Uh, you know, getting us into more ears. Plus, last thing I'll say is we are in Classroom Mania. And if you saw on our Twitter today, the episode is getting posted on this Sunday, as well as the poll for what is going to be our Classroom Mania, uh, WrestleMania Sunday edition episode that will be releasing on April 3rd. So uh, make sure to drop a vote in that as soon as possible. We definitely want to make sure that your voices are heard and we review whatever match you want to be reviewed on the Classic Match Classroom for WrestleMania. Well, brother, all that's left to say for this week until next week in the Toronto Sky Dome, class has been dismissed, brother. Dismissed!